I think the the more um, voluptuous and curvaceous I'm getting, the better I look naked, the less good I look in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to wear your clothes differently. You have to wear your clothes differently because right. I can relate I to that. I should say that. Encore is amazing for, on anybody. But if you're just naked ladies, I think for us with the curves, we look even better in front of our our partners because you know you just see all the the symmetry and everything and listen i got so much you know symmetry I mean? honey you can't even <laughs> hold it on this camera okay so i got too much symmetry this is the kim Duval show Hey, y'all, and welcome to the season two premiere of LOL with Kim Gravel. Now, look, y'all know this is a comedy podcast where we talk about all the messy things of life and we laugh about it, okay? We're not trying to get all serious with it. We're trying to laugh at ourselves and live and learn along the way. This season is jam-packed with so many great guests, a lot of new kind of things happening. Um, Because why we do this is because we want to give everyone hope laughter, and a little bit of confidence along the way. So, you know, buckle up, Buttercup, because we are getting ready to take a ride down season two, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So get ready to live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud together. And hey, during this episode, we might sing a little out loud too. I'm just saying, you never know what season two is going to hold. All right, let's do it. Okay, everybody, I'm so excited. Season two first guest is a powerhouse. Adina Menzel is here. She is um, a Broadway star. She's an author. She's a fashion designer. There's nothing this woman doesn't do. She's a Tony Award-winning Broadway star of Wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in the original cast of Rent. She's a Disney princess. Letting go. I mean, she has not let anything go because I'm telling you, she is on fire. Um, she's my new friend. I met her at QVC and she has a brand new line on QVC and it's called Encore. Okay, perfect for her, right? Perfect for her. Um, speaking of QVC, we're excited to be streaming all of our videos and podcasts on QVC. So go to the QVC streaming. We got a link right here in the description. You're going to see LOL with Kim Gravel, and you're going to see Zach too on a regular basis weekly from the podcast. Excited about that. Um, also, some <laughs> things that we're going to the right, Zach? Yes, we are. No, we're very excited about we're it. We're very excited. But and your mug is going to be on TV. Yes, you know what? You and Amy and all of my world, you know, <laughs> if you're in my world, you're going to be in my world. I'm that a behind TV. the camera person, Kim. Mm-hmm. You're pulling behind me the camera. the camera. Well, you're behind the camera on screen. Now, <laughs> you're still behind okay. the camera. <laughs> okay. All right. We're just filming you behind the camera to be on camera. Uh, now I'm confused. We're like three minutes into the season. I'm already confused. Well, I don't know. Look, you know me, I am always running with my hair on fire. So it's going to be good. Okay, just trust me, it's going to be good. Lots of things I want to talk about this season. I've decided something I've made a decision. Okay, you know, and, and the best time to make a decision is before you have to make it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard that? Tell me what's that mean? You don't even know what that means? No, what did I just say? What did I just say? Let's see how much you're paying attention to season two. Uh, What? Am I supposed to be paying attention? Hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I hit record and then you talk and then <laughs> and I then talk. I, I mentioned and then I something. Just, I, no, you were no, saying seriously. the best time to make a decision is before you make the decision. But I guess, so I guess you're saying that you want to make the decision. Before you have to. Right, right. You, you know? so you're, but you just mean think about the thing first. Yeah. No, I mean like make the actual decision. That's what I've decided. I've decided this season on LOL with Kim Rivera, I'm going to manifest my weight loss and healthy body. I've decided I'm going to do it. So we're going to take that journey during season two with all of this. Um, and, and let's see what happens. Okay. I, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I feel good about it too. So what does it mean to manifest weight loss? Can we just like, no, nope, you have stuff. to tune in to the okay. next episode because I all ain't right. got time to tell you all, all right. that today. But I've just I've just made that decision before other people tell me I need to make that decision. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I know like what you're saying. Family members, doctors, get all of that. Before you have to make it, I'm gonna make it now and I'm gonna make it happen. I'm really excited because we are on QVC Plus. Hello yes. to the QVC audience. Um, you're used to being on QVC. Can you give me some pointers to what like what what do I do? I'm we're on QVC now. 
Zach, you just have to be real, authentic, and natural. Don't fake okay. it. This okay. is when you don't fake it until you make it. You just you just be you. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that because that is the perfect transition into our listener question. Um, oh. Do you want to hear? Okay. So we always do a listener question on the show. Um, yeah. And Kim has no idea what the questions are. Um, these are all sent uh, to the show, and then I screen them for Kim. Uh, so here's a listener question that we have from a woman named Lynn. Oh, okay, so good. Lynn wrote to us and she writes, I'm a mother of two young girls who does it all, as, as we all do. Mm. Um, and I try really hard to keep it all together all the time. I believe mm. kids and girls especially need to see the adults in their lives model self-confidence in oh, order great. to learn it for themselves. But, she says, this is truly difficult for me because the adults around me when I was growing up would always be down on themselves and um, pick themselves apart. Mm. And I find that's what I do to myself mentally. So I feel really fake about all of it. I try to use the fake it till you make it advice on myself, but it doesn't ah, work for me. Yeah. So she wants to know, how do you stay in such a powerful mindset for yourself, which in turn helps bring other people to the level that you're at? Excellent question. Absolutely excellent question. First of all, Lynn, I, I want you to hear me really clearly when I'm saying you are doing an amazing job, okay? And probably one of the hardest jobs on the planet that gets absolutely no pay and no recognition and no validation, okay? So let's just, let's just kick it off there um, because I'm telling you, I admire you, I love you, you are a shero to me, Okay. But it, it's a good question because confidence is consistent. Confidence is um, something that requires tending to like a garden. Okay. Yes. It's habitual. It's a practice. It's not something you go and obtain and it's, you never have to work at it or you never have to have it again, or you never have to feed it or water it or anything. Confidence is something that, starts with the foundational principle that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. There is nobody on the planet like you. There's no one that has your DNA. You're one of a kind. It starts there. So I think we can all agree, everyone listening to this, including you, Lynn and Zach, everybody here listening and watching, we can all agree that is a scientific fact. <laughs> okay, there's no, there's no gray area there, right? So there, you're one of a kind. You cannot be duplicated. So you start from that foundation and you build from there. And, and it's almost like a collection process. Um, I say this all the time and I say this in the book coming up, Collecting Confidence, that I've written. It's something that you gather um, both externally and internally. And I'm not going to try to do this whole big preaching session on this, Lynn, but it is... Something that you have already, but just like how you may have muscles on your body, or for some of us, they're hidden between many, many layers of other things, <laughs> um, you have to work it out to watch it grow. Okay. It's the same thing with confidence. You already have it inside of you because you're starting off in that foundational principle of being that unique fearfully and wonderfully made, no one like you point of view. But what we do is, is we start looking at everything else and everybody else around us to find out, like you said, how we do that. We're looking at mentors. We're looking at social media. We're, we're comparing constantly. And comparison kills confidence. So confidence is consistency and, conf and comparison kills confidence. So what we've got to do is consistently work on ourselves and consistently get rid of the negative comparisons to everyone else. It's not just negative thinking, Zach. So a lot of people think, if I just think positively, all my negativity will go away. Everything I... I call that toxic positivity. And, and while being a positive person is wonderful, I'm not so sure how practical and um, productive it is. So what I want to talk to you about is having a good, healthy perspective of yourself. Now, look, we don't have time to go into this because Adina's in the wings waiting to come on here. But I want to tell you and encourage you, Lynn, that 
A, you're doing a good job already. Your foundation, you get it. And the fact that you're trying to collect more confidence or, or, or work out that confidence muscle in you tells me you're on the right path. And Lynn, you have been collecting this confidence in your life and building this confidence in your life from the very beginning. All of your life's experiences has led you to where you are now. Maybe we need to look at that and what that looks like and see. I bet I could show you in 10 minutes if you called me. Maybe we should do that, Zach. Lynn, call me and let's have a session because I can show you how every little step in your life you have been pouring into that confidence bank, okay? It, it, it starts in the soul. It starts really, really deep. We should do that, Zach. Reach out to her. Okay, let's do it. Lynn, let's do a, we're let's do a confidence session on camera, baby. hey All right, we love okay. it. All right. All right. And if you want your question answered on a future episode of LOL with Kim Gravel, please give us a call. Our phone number is 404-913-6460. Or you can email us at lolwithkimgravel at gmail.com. And when we get back, we're going to be on with Adina Menzel. <gasps> let it go. Let it go. I love her. Wow. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm so excited, y'all, because we have a superstar on the podcast today, Adina Menzel. I know, I know. Wait for the applause to end. I know she's one of my favorite people of all time, but she's on the show today. Y'all, she's a Tony Award-winning Broadway star of Wicked. She was the original cast of Rent. She's a Disney princess. Oh, my God. And her iconic betrayal of Elsa in Frozen franchise. And this is the coolest thing, I think, about Miss Adina Menzel is now she's part of the QVC family. She is my sister from another Mista on <laughs> QVC. Welcome, Adina. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. Oh my I'm God. so happy to be here. I need to sing you like a... You know, like an opening theme song. We need to come up with that for you, and then you can hit it. You know, I don't. I don't have to be around. I'll just be like, "This is the Kim Bevel show." You know what I mean? Something. What's we'll come Adina, up? Adina, I just peed on myself a little bit. With <laughs> that That's def <laughs> now. I know you. We're definitely related because I have a weak bladder. <laughs> I, I knew pee it on the myself day. all the time. And Girl, that was before the I had a child. Not not after. Not just. After. Oh really? Before you were peeing pre-kid. Pre-kid. <laughs> But I don't know. Blame my mom. She jogs and she pees. You know what I mean? It's just whatever. I know. And I used to honestly had a friend back in the day when she was 50. I was like in my thir late 30s and I would make fun <laughs> of her because she would pee. 
And now karma, yeah. it comes back on me. Now it's like a floodgate. So, I mean, Ima- imagine being my wardrobe assistant, my <laughs> we call her dresser, Joby Horgan, one of my best friends in the world does every show with me. And um, if something really happens, if I've been drinking a lot of water, yeah. because, you know, I'm singing or I have a cold and, um, and it shows a wave drinking all the water and then someone does something really funny and I laugh. But sometimes I run off stage in a quick change. I'm like, you got to get me new jeans. <laughs> I just beat myself. <laughs> well, I, I can't believe we're starting the podcast off connecting oh, I'm so through sorry. peeing. I'm so classless. No, it's so fantastic. That's how I know you're the real deal, Holyfield. I knew you were going to be so successful in QVC because I said, she talks about any and everything. And you know what? I think you might be one of the realest people in Hollywood that I've ever met. Like, Aww, on, it, like right great. off the bat, jumping into it, how did you get started? Because there's so much to talk to you about today. But like, I read somewhere you started singing in bat mitzvahs. Yeah, and weddings. Yeah, so I was, well, that, so oh, first of all, thank you for that compliment. It's the truth. It's the, uh, my son definitely makes it his mission to keep me very real. <laughs> and he's 13. We, we both have 13 year old boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's also my gift and my curse, by the way. Cause like I put my foot in my mouth all the time. And, um, I know that as a performer, I know that it's important to be authentic and make myself vulnerable. Cause that's how I can connect with people. Connect. On the other hand, sometimes I allow them to see too many weaknesses or insecurities mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, that's, there's a flip side to that. But anyway, um, back to bar mitzvahs. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was always singing. And um, actually, my parents got divorced when I was 15. And um, and my mom started dating um, this guy, Bob, <laughs> was his name. I haven't said his name in like 30 years. Um, he was really supportive of me, actually. We got along really well. And, um, and he thought I was really talented. And he said, you should write music. And you should also... Um, you know, if you want, I know this guy who has got a band. It's called Tony Saida and the Echoes from Oceanside, Long Island. What? Exactly what? Yeah, like Adam Sandler from Wedding Singers, kind of like that. Um, and uh, so anyway, so I put together a three-song demo. It had the song Evergreen, um, We're Walking on Sunshine, and, oh, yeah, uh, and Flashdance. And, um, and those were the only three songs I really knew. And, um, and then I auditioned for this band that did all kinds of parties all over Long Island and Connecticut and Manhattan and Jersey. And, but I was 15, 16 years old doing it. And I was lying about my age. So I was around all these like 30 something year old guys, musicians. And I would walk into these places, like in my cute little black dress and my, you know, my fake diamond earrings that my mom gave me. Oh, and I love a good pair of fake Kubrick zirconians. Don't uh, you? It, right. And I did my thing and I, so I, it kind of made me grow up fast. It kind of made me yeah. sort of set the tone for my spontaneity and just kind of like being okay with with ha- good mistakes, you know, mm. and like like w- welcoming mistakes. What do you mean knowing- by that? What do you mean by that? Because everybody listening, what, good mistakes seems like oxymoron. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, I just think it's what endears you to people and makes them see the real you. So we shouldn't be afraid of those kind of mistakes. Like it's that Im- imperfectly perfect stuff, you know, um, or per- I should say the other perfectly imperfect. Um, and I find that, you know, anytime I've messed up in an audition, that's the audition I got, you know, it's wow. never the one that I was perfect. on. like for wicked. I totally screwed up the end where I was like, bring me down. I totally cracked on the me. And then I screamed the F word, which I thought, Oh my God, they're going <laughs> to And then I looked at the accompanist and I said, I'm going to take that again. And I nailed it. And then the, and then Joe Mantel, the director said, now I know she can, like, she's got that power of the witch, you know, and, and, oh, and that's wow. what got it for me. So by making that mistake and seeing my determination or seeing my, um, my, my, my frustration with myself, you know, all exposed me in a way that showed colors that I probably wouldn't have showed because I was trying to be perfect, you know? Um, how so old were you when you had, when you were, were auditioning for Wicked? How, what was your age at that point? Uh, I was, I was 31 or something. Wow. 30. Okay. Um, oh no, no auditioning for wicked because we did a workshop for five years you know musicals take a long time so you go through this developmental process yeah so for five years every six months we do a new incarnation of the script new songs work things that were working things that weren't working so i was probably more like 20 
eight. And then by the time we're on Broadway, it's like 32 or three. I'm forgetting my, you know, I'm so old now. I can't even remember. But um, no, you're uh, not, girl. We are the same age. How old are you now? Because I read somewhere. recently. So how was that for you? Like, because I'm, I'm looking sucks. at you. You're telling me the story about like Wicked. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking, kidding. No, but I'm thinking like, wow, like you've been in this business a long, long time and you are still reinventing. You are still having rebirths of this, yeah. you know. We all are. I mean, as women, as women, we all are, I think. I mean, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I'm not going to, I've been, people have been asking me a lot after turning 50 and I'm, I guess I'm supposed to say because I'm a role model for empowerment and all this stuff. That, <laughs> oh, I love it. But, you know, um, uh, no, I said, well, first of all, they're redoing Wicked with a new cast because I'm too old. I mean, how many, there's what? a lot of things that are, uh-uh, yeah, girl, now don't they make are. me, let me take but it's my just earrings. a lot of these things are coming back around and they're going, you know, forcing me to look in the mirror, so to speak. Wow. And, um, yeah. And like, uh, I'm going to, on vacation next week with my husband I'm trying to force myself into my bikinis and I'm like, Oh, this didn't look as, this looks different than when I, mm. when I was 30. But, um, but on the other hand, I, I, um, I don't want to put out all of that negativity. I recognize that I, I still can be beautiful and sexy and, yeah. um, and like when I am more confident, um, or I'm faking it till I make it, I like to say, um, yeah then uh then i feel good and i i, I shouldn't say this because well, no it, we girl. shouldn't say that i was gonna say it but i'm realizing I'm, I'm publicizing my my clothing but i think the the more um voluptuous and curvaceous i'm getting the better i look naked the less good i look in clothes <laughs> <laughs> well you have to wear your clothes differently you have to wear your clothes differently because right. i can relate I shouldn't to that say that encore is amazing for, on anybody but if you're just naked ladies, I think for us with the curves, we look even better in front of our, our partners. Cause you know, you just see all this, the symmetry and everything. And listen, I got so much you know symmetry, I mean? honey. You can't even <laughs> hold it on this camera. Okay. So I got too much symmetry. No, I, 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 I totally hear what you're saying. And, but I'm reading all about these projects you've got coming up, Adina. And it seems like being 50, you're more busy more busier, that's even proper grammar, than you were when you were in your 30s. What is going on? I, I don't know. It's like the same. It's like um, when I was, I just had my son Walker and I thought I'm never going to work again. I had gained all this weight, you know, yeah. I'm hormonal. And then out of nowhere, then, then Glee called. You right. know, granted, they wanted me to play Leah Michelle's mother, which was not the most uh, <laughs> complimentary, <laughs> considering I wasn't that much older than but, um, but no work comes like just when you, when you allow yourself to have a mm-hmm. life and to, um, sort of just, you know, when you, when you choose yourself, when you make decisions that are, are for your mental health and you feel mm-hmm. positive or, you know, you close one door, another door opens. I, I really, I really believe that, you know, and there's something about, um, getting older that does actually relax me as far as my yeah. ambition I feel less ambitious, but more stuff's coming in. You know how when you're younger, just like trying to get it going, I was pounding yes. the pavement. For me, I was singing with my bands, auditioning everywhere, do the whole thing. And it was such hard work. And now that I'm older, I, uh, and I'm more, um, I feel like I, I have more to offer than just my talent. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a good friend to people. I'm trying to work on these different businesses that the more confident I am as a whole person, the more opportunity has been coming in. Cause you, you just recently wrote a ch- children's book called loud mouse. What is that? Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. That's exactly what that I'm great? saying. Yeah. It's um because this is a perfect example. That's something I'm doing with my sister. She's younger. She's three years younger than me. She's my best friend in the whole world. And that we did during the pandemic mm. about, you know, a young girl, fashioned after myself who has this big big voice this big talent but is just sort of um reluctant to really own it and step into her light and draw attention to herself um it's because when i was younger honestly i i felt uh, i feel like a lot of kids and it's not about just the singing talent it's whatever it is that you're finding that you're really good at a lot of times we feel like we have to um hide that, make ourselves smaller because yes. other people around us, maybe they won't like us for that. Maybe they'll find it threatening or maybe it, 
will be incredible and draw attention to ourselves. And then how does that feel? That's so scary, you know? So um, there's so many conflicting feelings we have with being our best self. And I wrote a song for it that um, See, I'm going to put out. You're so <laughs> talented, but look, I mean, so you've gone, you've got, you've, of course you've been on Broadway, you've been on TV, you've been on film, you've been, you're a writer, you're, um, you know, now a children's author, but what in the world drew you to QVC? Because we had this conversation before we started this podcast. What, it, what drew it you to QVC? It ain't easy, baby. No. But what drew you? Because I just been, I've just been watching you, and then I try to copy. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, don't do that, please. <laughs> I loved, I loved it because I like you. I, you said a great word earlier when you said connecting. I think I'm a girl's girl, and I know you are too. Like mm-hmm. I'm pro girl, getting out there doing her thing. That's why I love to see your children's book. How it's just encouraging mm-hmm. young girls to do that. Um, and I loved, I loved the medium of it. I love being able to to just talk directly to the camera. And I love live TV. I love the spot. Cause if I have to prepare, like for you to prepare something for five years, I, I would be six feet under. There's no way I don't I have know. the attention span of a gnat. So, I mean, I couldn't do it, but that's what I loved about it. The creativity, the direct contact with, you know, our mm-hmm. girls sitting at home watching. What about you? What I love about it is yes. I obviously I I feel like I thrive in a live situation. It's I think so where, too. I know you do. What I do, what I do, but more importantly, I think it's important to earn people's trust. Mm-hmm. And um, and I understand, and I feel like the consumer is so supportive, but also um, discerning, and w- and want to really feel like you're you're talking to them and you're speaking to them and you're listening, you're seeing them, and so. For someone like me, especially, you know, comes in, it's like, oh, I'm a designer now. You know, it's like I wanted to really say, okay, I'm going to have to prove myself, you know, and um, and get that integrity and the street cred and all of that because I'm a new designer. And just because I feel like I might be good at it doesn't mean that I can. So I just feel like there's a truth serum and you have to earn your right to be there. And um Definitely the reaching through the screen and being able to connect with everyone and um, and my line specifically being less uh, fashion-y and more about letting the yes. person's soul shine through and it just I being basic it. stuff that we feel really good and classy in and the fabrics feel good, but it's not like, you know, overpowering us. And that's, I mean, other than a red carpet here and there or like crazy costumes, I live in stuff that just makes me, you know, I just want to feel comfortable all day. Yeah. yeah. I bought several of your pieces that day because we were on the same day. And so I was uh-huh. like, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. And I loved it because when I saw it, I was like, you know, that's so cute for all sizes. I love the fact that you're inclusive in your designing. I think that a lot of people, especially celebrities that come from the background of Hollywood, miss that mark that, hey, we're just moms, grandmoms, daughters, sisters, yeah, aunties, well, you know? Well, yeah. And the truth is, I mean, I can't tell you, there's been several times where I go to do a photo shoot, some fancy photo shoot, and they ask me for my sizes and I show up and there's just sample sizes on the rack that I can't fit into. And, um, and they're mm. like yanking it in the back, like, oh, it's okay. We'll just like put a clamp on. I'm like, how am I supposed to feel sexy and beautiful with this whole, whole thing, you know? And so it's, and, and so you get it. just, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. So and, and what about like day to day? I mean, who you want elastic waist or stuff so you can have a meal and not like, <laughs> like I'm going on vacation with my husband. I'm just from the beginning of the vacation to the end. Things need to fit me, you know, elastic is the best invention ever. I don't even care if a dude invented it. Bravo. Like, I don't care yeah. who invented it, who designed it. Thank you. Exactly. And my boobs go up and down. Oh, I'm not supposed to say. See, you can say things boobs, I'm learning honey. about QVC. I have to say bust, but I always say boobs. But, oh, I say um, boobs, too. You do? Yeah, okay. Girl, I ask for, for okay. girl, I say a lot of stuff that I have to just say, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my boobs go up and down sizes, depending on my weight. It's the first thing that gains weight in my boobs. So, um, you know, it's just like, you need stuff that just works with you and that you don't have to feel like you have to buy something new, the bra line, you know, all that oh, kind of stuff. I get it. So I just, I just want it to feel easy. And I, I, uh, I get overwhelmed when I walk in my closet, um, to make decisions about the silliest things, you know, like, is it okay to wear navy and black and like, no, let me ask you a true story. I mean, be, be real right here. Do you find yourself like wearing the same thing every day? Like I buy three or four things, even in the same color, and I'll just wear it every day. Are you like a uniform yes. gal? Well, that's what I'm saying because 
I have a stylist for certain, like a movie premiere or something, right. but I don't have a stylist to get up in the morning and go to drop my kid off at school. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so sometimes I show up and there are some women that have that gene of like, they really know how to dress no matter what. They just take me half asleep and they look fabulous. And I'm not. I'm you know, not my that hair girl extensions either, girl. are showing. Like I, I have a dreads hanging out here and my shirt. One time my shirt was on backwards. And then people <laughs> look at me because they think I'm famous. I mean, but that's the, that's the Okay. So I, this is another way we relate, not just to QVC, but also like my kids, I've started talking their language. And I read where your kid got mad at you. Your son got mad at yeah. you because you yeah, were you saying, can't like, say, I said, that's fire or that's such good drip. <laughs> That, I said, that's so drippy or something. He was like, oh my God, you cannot say that. That's so okay. embarrassing. So there's a so. couple of words I'm going to give you that went today or when you talk to him. Okay. Bussin. Have you heard bussin? No. What okay. is bussin? Bussin's like, that's so, that's so amazing. That's bussin. Okay. Where, where does that come from? I, what is the etymology of that word? From, bussin. you know, Tavo. pothole. Tavo's here, Mike. Does he know bussin? Where does it come from? He doesn't know. He's cute and young, but I don't know. He okay. Tell him. set up with my technology here. Um, no yeah. cap. Ask him if he knows no, no cap. cap. I know okay. no lies, yes. I, but you can't say that. It's, we sound like idiots, but yeah, no cap. <laughs> or he'll go, mom, he'll say, mom, you're capping. I'm like, so where I just want, I love language. So it's like, what does that mean? So is capping like capital letters wrong or, or does it mean cap like a bad thing? Like with like, like guns? I or, don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, yeah. there's a new one I heard so. last week. I said, oh, I'm going to tell Adina this one. I read, you know, that you, your son does it. That's scrunchy. So scrunchy, scrunchy, which is scrunchy to me is a scrunchy, you know, back it's from scrunchy. the 80s. Right. Yeah. So scrunchy means like that's shady. It's shady. Oh, shady. Okay. So, I mean. Suspect. <laughs> I don't know. Suspect might be 90s. Or, or, what, what was that? I don't even sus. know. Sus. They sus. say sus. Sus is cool? Yeah. Okay. That's just cool. Oh my gosh. Don't show Walker this. He's at camp. He's at summer camp right now. If he found out I was doing this, he'd tell me. <laughs> that's it. He would, he would leave you. He would say, that's it. I'm out, mom. It's all embarrassment. All right. I just want to tell everybody to check out Adina's line on QVC. It is so cute. It's called Encore. And I think that what I loved about it was obviously so many people are big fans of you. I mean, I was reading the chats, girl, and people were like, oh my God, I love oh, you so thanks. much. I love you so much. And I think, can I just say something? We trust yeah. you. You're already there. Oh, thank you. That's I appreciate that. Your life so much. That means so much to me. It does. Thank you. And we need thank you. you. Thank you so much. It's I feel so welcomed into the family. You know, everyone is so, so sweet and supportive. Everybody's got really great advice. I just it's um it's a nice place to be and to work. And yeah, I want to I want people to be proud. <laughs> um and um, so thank you for saying that. I'm serious. Really. And and the encore thing, you know, it's a showy name because I'm from the theater, but I truly believe that, you know, encores about, are about when you do a great job for me on stage and people see you and, and you've connected with them and you made them feel something and they want more of you and you get to, you know, a second shot, you know, get to sing something else. And so everyone should have like their own encore, you know, and whatever it is. I love um, that. And I, I really believe I that. Because I thought, I thought, I think I heard you say on camera that day on air when you said, you know, like we can be the stars of our own show. I mean, you said something to that effect and it really resonated mm -hmm. with me as a mom of two kids in her fifties, mm -hmm. you know, we're all hustling out there, you know, moms do it all. You know, for me, you know, being an older mom, you know, I have play dates with people that, you know, in their twenties. You so. can't call them play dates. Oh, I know. You, can't, <laughs> you, have to, you have to call them like a hangout or something. I don't know. Meet up, whatever. I got to still yes. drop them off. So for me, it's a play well, date. Well, then it should be a play date, right? Yes, exactly. Girl. And, you know, they're, 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 do these young men with all their puberty, testosterone, is, is yours discovered it, girls yet? It's like, maybe. Oh, we'll see what happens at summer camp this year. I mean, yes. <laughs> but, um... But all I know is he's still, he's very cool, too cool for school during the day. But when he's really sleepy, he still he's a mama's up. boy. Yeah. And all so right. I'm, I'm okay with that. I love it. That's great. I'm Adina. okay with that. Yeah. Kim and Adina, I'm actually going to break in because okay. I can't huh? let you go, Adina, without doing a. Oh, God, Zach. The Zach Attack is a fun game that we like to play with our guests. Kim has okay. no idea what this is. That's why it's called the Zach Attack. Okay. So for the Zach Attack game, okay. I looked this up and all of the major Disney princesses, right, are in like their teens or early 20s. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> and that's fine if you're a kid, but that's not our audience. So <laughs> that's why I'm good because I'm like 50 playing a 12 year old. <laughs> I love it. Since Adina, you've played two Disney princesses, right? You're Elsa and Frozen and Nancy and Enchanted. Yes, and I actually consider myself a queen. Thank you very much. Elsa oh, okay. comes a queen. She's yeah. A queen. That's okay. I'll I'll take both. Yeah. Disney Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be fun to imagine our own new Disney princess who's in her fifties. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, and Adina, you go first, but you and Kim can like work on these together. Oh, God. What okay. would the more mature and wise Disney princess be like? First, where would she rule? Um, the, the wiser 50-year-old Disney princess, where would she rule? Well, she would rule Manhattan. Probably. I was going to say, <laughs> come on, girl. Yeah, that's, yeah. Would she have a sidekick? Would she have a sidekick? Would she have a rider yeah. to BFF? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like my sister. It would be yes. one of our like, best friends. My sister friends. too. Yeah. Yeah. What would her magic power be, right? Mm. So a lot of Disney princesses can like talk to animals or like, you know, Elsa's ice yeah. magic, magic hair. I know this one, but it's inspired because my son has talked about this before. If I um, I think she would uh, have the, the power to heal, mm. but also the power to eradicate, this is what my son would say, racism. He'd yes. say to her, everyone, make people see each other all the same in some way. So, I think I think that's, that's heavy. I know that's heavy for it's Disney. heavy, but I think for my superpower, I would just want the instant snap your finger and facelift and body lift. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be super shallow here, just so shallow, and, and the ability to do it to all my sister queens out there. I would just want to do so. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. So, who would her villain be? Right. Oh, the villain. Oh man. <laughs> her villain would probably be herself. <laughs> <laughs> she'd have to talk to herself She'd all talk the time the, the, the side of her that's always putting herself down i love um, that yeah well this is the thing i'm so over the villain thing like true that's why i went to myself yeah i just want to just be i just want to love everybody can we just all love each other in this exactly move on yeah yeah especially villain women on women villains like you know oh, I can't get setting down with that. setting Setting women up to to compete with each other Don't and all like that. It. It's like mm -mm. we're done with that. We're you done know? with it. Yeah, we need to lift each other up. Agreed. So, so no, yeah, villain, yeah. no villain. Okay, so no villain, but would she have a love interest? <laughs> oh, for sure, several. Of course, several. Exactly. Several. <laughs> I mean, you get yeah, I don't think own. Move it on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's tied down. <laughs> And what lesson does she still have to learn? I'll let you go first. No, you say it. No, I don't even have anything to learn. I'm going to learn from you right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By that laugh, I could tell it's something good. No, the lesson. Well, it's not like other princesses do this. So, but for me, just the lesson I need to learn as Adina is just to stop apologizing so much. Mm. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, how many times during the day do I go, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay if I, I'm sorry. Did I, did I, did I say that? Mm, that's a good did that girl. come out? Um, so she, you know, there's, um, she's not arrogant, but she doesn't have to apologize all the time. Yeah. So it's something that I'd like to learn this for me personally. I, I got so tickled, Adina. My mom's 70. I don't know if your mom's still living in what, you know, mm -hmm. you sound like you've got a strong family unit. My mom is 75. <laughs> she's actually models a lot for me on QVC. I mean, she's living her best life, but. I just love watching her stand in her strength. Like you said, like she doesn't apologize. And in fact, yes. she's a little scary sometimes. Like people are like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And, you know, and it's like, she's earned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's earned it. I love it. that. My mom should model. I would love to have you my get, mom. You, they can, they oh, can do Adina, that? She would love it. And your sister too. My sister's my yeah, guest. Yeah, three of us. Yeah. Oh, people. Okay. Oh, I just got cold chills. That means yes. Ah! I did. I just got cold chills all over my body. People would love to see that. You know what, Adina? I think it's because um, you couldn't be as strong as you were without some kind of legacy or lineage from another strong woman. I think that's Oh, my how... God. My mom always, her saying is like, you can mess with me, but don't mess with my kids. And she oh, doesn't right. use the word mess. But yeah. Um, oh, I love her already. <laughs> okay, tell her. What's her name? 
Helene. Helene, I expect to see you on QVC. We're working it, sis. Okay. Oh, I'm serious. Do it, Adina. Do it. Okay. People would love that. Okay. I'll do, I will. So before, so before we let you go, because we don't want to keep uh -huh. you too much longer, I've got what I do is this thing called rapid fire questions. Just random. Yep. Okay. So don't think about it. Just. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Yep. How do you take your coffee? Uh, with a little bit of milk. Oh, no sugar, no nothing. Black with a little milk. Not okay. lately. Good yep. for you. I need to take a page out of that. I'm trying not What song do you have that you sing along to when you hear it? Uh, like a U2 song, like, like, um, uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Yes, girl. We are in our fifties. Um, what favorite TV show are you watching right now? Oh, the one, um, the, the, I love that for you. Actually, I've been watching. Isn't QVC. that Okay. Here's another one for QVC. Watch Hacks on HBO. I've seen Hacks. Oh, well, don't I've you seen, love she's Hacks? She's selling the socks in the middle of the desert in front of her. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. In a fight, would um, Elphaba from Wicked or Elsa from Frozen, who would win? Oh, I, oh, I don't want to choose, but I, my, my gut is telling me that Elphaba from Wicked would win. I don't she's know ballsy. why. She's, she's ballsy. Yeah, she's ballsier. Yeah. Um, what is the most Hollywood thing that has ever happened to you? Oh, God. The most Hollywood thing? Uh, it's coming to mind. Like my mind is, um, most Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Oh gosh. We're not, good we're not that live. was a snort laugh. That was a snort laugh. Oh, okay. okay. I know. Um, I brought my sister to, um, the first time I ever went to the Oscars was when I had to perform, let it go. Mm. And so I brought my sister as my date and, um, she, you know, she's teacher out in Boulder, Colorado and, or was at the time. And, um, so our, the stylist got Vera Wang dressed both of us. And then we borrowed jewels for the night. And between Ooh. the two of us, we were wearing like $3 million worth of diamonds. And then <clears throat> I was released from, I was doing a Broadway show eight times a week, a show called If Then. So I, Disney flew me out to just do the thing and I had to get back. So we do the whole Oscars, um, and then that was a whole thing that happened. And then uh, uh, with the, my name being mispronounced, but that'll, we'll talk about that on the next <laughs> podcast. And then, um, so we go and they put me on a private plane, which is wow. like the most incredible feeling ever for this little girl from Long Island who just wanted to be, you know, successful one day and sing that. And then I'm like, so, and then, but they said, take off the diamonds. And give them to your sister because she's going to go back to the hotel. And there's Kara, my sister, at the Beverly Hills. Oh, my gosh. She wore, she was so scared. They, they have a security guard that waited outside a room because they weren't going to pick up the diamonds for the next morning. So I go off on the plane back to New York to do my show. And Kara is in Beverly Hills Hotel by herself wearing $3 million worth of diamonds with her pajamas with a security guy out guard outside outside the room and wore them all night until they came to pick them up because she was so scared about losing it. Is that Hollywoody? Hollywood That's uh, yeah, you had me a private plane because I'm very <laughs> curious about the snacks. Okay. <laughs> what best advice have you ever received? Uh, I, I, uh, I usually say something that my mom said to me before, which is um, whenever there's something really exciting that could happen, um, and I usually say, well, I, I don't know if it's going to happen or like, like when, when I was up for a, a Tony award and, and everyone was saying, you might, you could win this. And I said, oh, I don't want to, I'll be too disappointed. I'm not going to write a speech. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And she said, for the next two weeks, could you just enjoy the feeling of Ugh. being in this whole situation that you're come this far and enjoy it. Stop thinking about the, what might not happen. If, if you don't win, you'll be ups maybe upset for a day and you'll get over it, but enjoy the next two weeks of living in this. And, and so I think it's about embracing the moment and being more mm. present, which I also learned from Jonathan Larson who wrote rent. Um, mm. And for anyone out there who doesn't know, he was our the creator of the show rent and he passed away on the night of our first dress rehearsal. God. And so um, the whole show art imitates life and that, and, and sort of learning that this young man who was 35 years old, saw his dream come true, worked on the show for years. It finally comes true. And then he surprisingly passes away um, from an aneurysm and his whole show is about 
these young people, creative people living in the moment and, and community and, and, um, you know, anyway, I'm, I'm going, I'm going off topic, but so Jonathan and my mom. <laughs> I love it. Now that's a good, that's live, live now because you don't know what tomorrow brings. So no day about today. Yeah. yeah. If you could only use one emoji for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, what would it be for you? Can you tell me? Oh, what it's several, depending on how I feel, but I use the poop emoji a lot with the kids. <laughs> um, for many reasons. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's thumbs good. up. I use thumbs up a lot. And the kissy um, and the kissy, you know, the kissy. Yeah, I guess I don't use them that much. I guess I would do the upside down face sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So it's like whenever I'm just, I don't know. Just, um, that's okay. not good. It's a boring, boring answer. No, Sorry. that's a good one. That made me laugh out loud. I loved it. That was great. What does that mean? Upside I'll down. have to look up. And see I, which, what, what does it mean? I don't, know. I don't know. Zach, what does it mean? So I just looked it up. The upside down smiley face says, <laughs> you're going to love this, Adina. <laughs> it's the embodiment of passive aggression. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, That's not what I felt, though. So I got to take that back. It can, but oh. it can also mean just like uh, sarcasm, irony, humor, silliness. Yeah. It says all of that. Yeah. That's it. But, That's it. <laughs> it's that face right there. That's the face. That's it. That, uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's your celebrity crush? Well, it was always it was Andy Garcia for a long wow, time. Wow, good one! You remember that movie when a man loves a woman with oh, Meg Ryan? Girl, oh that's my a god, good one. He's so hot! When he gets angry, he starts cursing in Spanish and like this is like, so like cute. So and I have met him. I met him at a party. He was super nice and still gorgeous. And then Colin Farrell was one, but then I did a movie with him, and that my ex husband freaked out about that because he's like, <laughs> "You're not supposed to be able to do a movie with your celebrity, celebrity crush." crush. That was a little bit of a problem. We went through therapy about that one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Colin and Andy Garcia. I like it. I like it. Okay, last question. How do we let it go? Um, we let it go is about, it's about harnessing and embracing your power mm. and um, sharing it with the world, not hiding it, um, not suppressing it. And um, I think it's about surrender and about celebration of, of who you are and what makes you unique and what makes you extraordinary. Well, that's why I'm so glad you're with us at QVC, because now <laughs> we're getting another aspect of you sharing your gifts and talents with us. Adina, well, you got to come back, girl. And listen, you better get your mother to. on there modeling. I'm not kidding you. I She's going to die. But yeah, I will. She's got to do it. I posted some pictures at, at Walker's sixth grade graduation. We were at <sighs> my mom and I and some encore. But hey, I just want to say thanks again. You're the best. You're, You're the best. Beautiful. And um, I'm just thank you for welcoming me. And I'm honored to be on your show. And and um, thank you. I can't wait. Okay. I can't wait to get the children's book. I, I know you've got new projects <laughs> coming out. And I just, I love you, girl. And um, love you I too. can't wait to watch you just rise on up at the queue. Thank you. All right, girl. Thank you. Love you. I can't believe we had a Disney princess on the first episode of season two. Amazing. I mean, she corrected us though, Kim. She's a Disney queen. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I don't know, Adina. I'm trying to hang on to Princess as long as I can. Mm -hmm. No, I loved it because I feel like, you know, we were talking about confidence earlier. And I feel like if even Adina Menzel has these highs and lows in her confidence and the things she has accomplished and the career that she has, you know, amassed all these awards and accolades and success, I think that, you know... We're all the same in different ways, Zach. I mean, we yes. all carry around this this lack or this inadequacy sometimes about ourselves, right? Like mm -hmm. everybody, no one is immune to that. Yep. And so when you think and you understand that you're not alone in those feelings and we are free to t discuss those amongst ourselves, especially as women, then, you know, that's where we start, you know, building up that confidence and understanding we're not alone, you know, in our insecurities. Insecurity, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's a healthy reminder of our humanness. 
And I, people are like, Kim, please get real. You're trying to get all mumbo jumbo, but hear me out. I mean, I'm serious. Like we're always trying to get rid of insecurities, but it's almost like oh, sometimes those keep us grounded. They keep us human. They keep us, you know, they keep us, you know, reaching and, and you know, moving forward. You know, I think sometimes though we, we allow them to drag us down, but I think we do that when we think we're alone in those. And Adina just inspired me today because she was very vulnerable and very transparent, even about her own insecurities, turning 50, um, being a mom, you know, her and her sister's relationship. I mean, I'm just like, ha. Huh. It's just, it's, it's great to see that we're all right there together. Yeah. And we're all just people. We're all just yeah. here. We're in it together. But you know, there's success for everybody. I'm serious. There's success for everyone out there waiting. Especially if you can sing. Zach, I think you have to close it out. I have to close it out? You have to close it out. All right. Nope, nope. You have to close it out. I've got to tell you what to do. I'm going to be the producer. Okay. So I want you to close it out. Okay. You produce singing, me, Singing oh, no. one line no. No. from Let It Go. Oh, yeah, no. you're going to do it. Oh, you're going to do it. <clears throat> That's it. Focus. Remember, yeah. I'm right here with you. Me, 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 me. There's no auto-tune, though. Just <laughs> full disclosure. Go ahead. Can I edit this? Can you cannot edit, edit. You can edit it, edit but this. then if you don't, no. Okay. This is coming going okay. in. All okay. right. All right. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, no. One more time. Let, Let it go. It go. Let, it, go Let it go. Let it go. Okay, we, we definitely going to let this episode go. We love y'all so much. Make sure you come back every single Thursday for a new LOL with Kim Gravel. Um, and head on over to lolkim.com to find season one episodes. They're completely free. You can check them out and see what we're all about. Um, we love you so much. Remember... Live out loud, laugh out loud, and love out loud together. Just, you know, try not to let it go, though. Don't let it go too much, Zach. I'm going to let this one go. Let it go. Let it go. Bye, everyone. Bye. LOL with Kim Gravel. LOL with Kim Gravel. Yeah. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden. Our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto. A special thanks to all the team members at QVC Plus. And thank you for listening. I love you.